What if I told you I have finally found a dependable, trustworthy person for all of your home remodel and repair needs? Whether you need a deck built, your kitchen remodeled, the whole house repainted, or just a room repainted, new cabinets, anything. What if I also told you that person does not require a material deposit, up to a certain limit, of course? Well, that guy does exist. He's right here locally. His name is Rodney Raider with Next Level Services. They're out of Flowood, Mississippi. They service the whole Tri-County area. You can go find them. They are on the Next Door app and check out all their reviews. Again, they do interiors, exteriors, remodels, decks, kitchens, painting, and more. And the great thing is no upfront material deposit is required. Now, look, be patient with Rodney. The best always have a, always have a little wait time. And uh, also, it's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. No payment until you are 100% satisfied. You can get in touch with Rodney now at 601-622-2016. That's Rodney Raider with Next Level Services for all of your home improvement and remodel needs. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Realist Show on the radio, your daily dose of reality radio, the free-range human show of choice. The WYAB Morning Show. <laughs> the Clay Edwards Show. I am Clay Edwards. I am live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Flora, Mississippi. Hope everybody's having a great day. Had a good evening. Enjoyed your supper last night. Enjoyed your breakfast this morning. <clears throat> I was going to um cheat on my alleged diet this morning and stop at the gas station next to the radio station here and get me a sausage and biscuit. They just got really good ones, and they were completely out already, or they, or they didn't get dropped off this morning, one or the other. That was a sign. That was a sign from God that I was not supposed to cheat on my diet, so there's that. All right, question of the day. I'm going to jump straight in here. Um, as you know, a lady in Jackson got attacked by a roving pack of pit bulls the other day. I, I don't know if she's dead or not yet. And um, according to the eyewitness, the guy that the Good Samaritan that picked her up and put her in a vehicle to get her to the, get her to the hospital, he said, uh, "If you have kids in the car, today's show is going to be a little edgy." Um, I'll give you about five ten seconds here to change the channel or have a conversation with your kid. Uh, so while you're doing that, I'm gonna give out some phone numbers. If you want to call into the show, because I, I this question of the day is going to require. Participation from you guys. Phone number 601-879-0002. 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line. 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. Okay, I hope you've had time to make arrangements if you had kids in the car. Uh, the lady was laying there with her insides... On her outside, laying on the ground like she had been gutted like a deer by or you know, by a pack of roaming pit bulls. And she's fighting for her life. This has been an ongoing issue in Jackson for years. And not just Jackson, or uh, around the country. And I say this as a former pit bull owner. I, I I get the entire it ain't the deed, it's the breed, or it ain't the breed, it's the deed argument. I, I do. I love pit bulls. However, I do not believe they should be anywhere near children. And I know some of y'all crazy people out there, and God bless you. You you take you try to prove everybody wrong, and you take pictures with your babies and your pit bulls together, and 
nothing happens, and God bless y'all. I'm so glad nothing happens. I'm glad you got an awesome dog that that knows better. I, and with that said, I don't think young kids should be around any dogs. I, my my girlfriend had that. She we 100 agree on that. We were having this conversation last night or the other day. She said the, she actually said that before I could, before I could. She goes, but with that said, no baby should be around a, you know a dog of any size. Heck, my little dogs, I wouldn't want around a, a baby baby, you know, because they look at that like another animal when it's down there at their eye level. They don't look at it like a human. That's another animal. Uh, I have a good friend of mine. Um, he got his nose dang near bit off by an uh, by an English bulldog, I believe it was. We were having this conversation yesterday. I won't say his name. I don't know if he wants his business out there like that. But <clears throat> he, uh, you know, it, he had to have multiple surgeries. So, anyway, question of the day: Should pit bulls be be banned in in, in neighborhoods? I, I I don't even want to ask the question. Should they just be completely banned? Should should pit bulls be allowed in neighborhoods at all? In, in the city limits. That's a, is that a fair question? Or, you know, if you're outside the city limits, if you're in a neighborhood where there's people walking up and down the streets. Because my pit bull, Choppa, you you always got to name your pit bull something ghetto. Mine was named Choppa, like a, like a gun. You know, he could he could literally jump so high that a six-foot privacy fence, he could jump up and put his, a wood privacy fence, get his paws on the top of it, and pull himself over. They're escape artists. Let's take our first call of the day. Hey, you're on there. Hey, man. I uh, wanted to talk about the question of the day. Uh, yeah. Short, I would say, no, I don't think they need to be banned. However, I want to say this. I now live in Jackson. Uh, when I moved to the neighborhood that I live in now, dogs were everywhere. I called the city of Jackson. I called three different times and got three different numbers, and nobody answered. At all, I even called. It sounded like it was a cell phone, and some guy on the phone like he was like he was asleep. I was like, "Is this animal control?" He's like, "Yeah, I work for him." And needless to say, the dogs still are roaming around the neighborhood. So I don't know where that happened, what that story is. If that was in Jacks, I'm not sure. But man, animal control or whoever runs that stuff, man, it's a joke, man. Yeah, it, I, it is a joke. I'm glad you mentioned that because it was last year we did a. a Kingfish over at Jackson Jamblaya did a story mm-hmm. about what was going on at these animal rescue, the city, the city animal rescue thing, the pound city mm-hmm. city pound. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> and, and allegedly, I, I had to come back and look. I wasn't planning on really getting into this this morning. I just happened to see a topic on Facebook. I was like, you know what? That's the question of the day because I, I wanted to expand upon it. The, a lot apparently is like these pit bulls when the city picks them up. There be uh, people are selling them out the back doors. To people who are fighting dogs and stuff. And it ain't just the pit bulls. They're selling these other dogs out the back door for these pit bulls to practice fighting with, if if my memory serves me correct. I can, I can believe it. Man, there's no oversight anywhere in Jackson. Nobody checks anybody in Jackson. I do not understand, you know, how all of these agencies can run without any oversight, without anybody checking anything. Like, man, this is just ridiculous. Like, if, if if I don't understand why Jackson has an unemployment problem, if you just want a job just to get some money, work for the city because ain't nobody checking nothing. But anyway, man, I'm a I'm a, I'm a go. Hey, great, great call, great call, brother. Yeah. Thank you. Uh huh. Let's take another call real quick, and I'll get back to what he said. Hey, you're on there. All right, uh, whoever just called, call back six zero one eight seven nine zero zero 
0-2. Yeah, look, I love pit bulls. So I'm not sitting up here making the argument against it or for it. Um, I think they should not be allowed in neighborhoods. I, I really do. Like I said, I just think we have too much, too much of a sample size to know that they probably shouldn't be allowed in neighborhoods. Let's take another call here. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Thank you. Hey, hey, cut, cut your radio down, please. Hey, hello. Hey, you're on there. Yeah, this is uh, George. I was calling about the pit bull. Say that one more time. I was calling about the pit bull. Yeah, yeah. What you got? Should they should they should they be banned in neighborhoods? Well, I like the first caller. I think they need to be controlled by the animal control. I think they should be required to have a a uh, t- tag or a license. Um, I think they should be on a lead, and if they're not, they should be picked up. Uh, all dogs are supposed to be controlled a certain way with a license and the leash law. And if the dogs are running free, uh, they tend to pack up, and when they pack up, they attack people. Um, they're dangerous. Large dogs are dangerous. Um, I had one on when I was first, had my first child, and he happened to get up underneath my house and chased out an armadillo. Took one bite, shook one head, and tore it in half. And that's what a large pit bull or any other large dog will do if they don't realize it's a baby and a small child. They can, with one jerk of their head and one snap of their jaws, they can dismember a child and they they should be controlled. You know, I remember when I had my pit bull, I was living out in the country, out of, out in Terry, and I had to move back I had moved back into the city and I had to give my dog away. I because I I knew that we couldn't bring him into that into that environment because I was worried about I had a kid. I was worried about my kid there. I was worried about other people's kids. And if my memory serves me correct, I could be wrong on this. I know somewhere around here, maybe it's Richland. I think Richland banned them, if I'm if I'm correct. But I was thinking in Jackson, you had to have a a piece of a concrete pad poured and a fenced in kennel for pit bulls. But I could be wrong on that. I, I need to go back and check. I mean, I, but clearly, they they barely enforce not killing one another in Jackson. So I'm sure they're not enforcing uh, code on dog kennels. Code on the dog kennels or code on the on the leashes. Uh, code code on uh, you know making sure they have a collar with a license on it so you know who to contact if there's some danger. Um, but when they when they start in packs like that, um, they can do a lot of damage. It's norm, normally they feed off one another when they do things like that. Yeah. Hey, good good call this morning, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Uh huh. Let's take one more call before we do our break. Hey, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, good morning. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, yeah. Uh, just uh, I don't really I don't live in the neighborhood, so I really don't have any thoughts on uh, on on how to how to I guess how to conduct yourself in the neighborhood. And my thing is, is I live out in the county, out in the, out in the a rural area. But uh, my huh. thing is, you just have to think about being a good neighbor. Because um, I can tell you, if I hear this or whatever. Probably going to get shot because I've had to do that a couple times when a dog got aggressive with me. I mean, even if it has a collar with the tag on it, what are you going to do? Get bit while you're trying to 
yeah. find the owner's name on the collar. I mean, hey. that's kind of... Hey, I don't know how much you listen to the show, but you know we, what we say around here: you f around, you find out. If, uh, if that dog wants to f around, or that dog's owner wants to f around, I mean, collar, leash, or not, <laughs> if that dog's biting me, I'm not worried who it belongs to. I'm worried about worried about self preservation. Self preservation. Yeah, I mean, my county has now has a dog ordinance. Fortunately, you can't have dogs just roaming around because dogs will disrupt. Uh, you know, you try to hunt, you have somebody's dogs coming on your place. And there's actually was a, I read this uh, back, uh, I want to say it's been recently, there was a court decision up in North Mississippi that uh, even to, even hunting dogs, they're crossing your property, you can legally shoot them and you're not, uh, you're not uh, liable uh, for, for the damage. So there was a big controversy, uh, somebody, and I forget which county it was, but it was way up in North Mississippi, but uh, the... The uh, dog's owners were, were upset that the, that the property owner shot their hunting dogs, but the court ruled in favor of the property owner. So. Yeah, well, I mean, at the end of the day, if you let your dogs roam free, you, you really don't have a pet. You've just got an animal that you're feeding. Yeah. All right, brother. Great call. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, I said we were going to go to the break. Let's take one more call. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, Clay. Uh, here's an idea for you. Uh, I know the Catholic police could use a little bit of help. You put some of those pit bulls in there, and you know when they're beat, when they when they get somebody on the on the chase there, Mike could chase them down with those guys. Hey, Kinda, I, I'm all for right it. There and let them go. <laughs> I'm all for it, brother. Thank you. All right, let's take a break real quick. Question of the day: If you're just tuning in, should pit bulls be banned? Um, it, it, I don't want to pose the like eradication of pit bulls or nothing like that. I said, like, should they be banned in neighborhoods? Whether you live in the city, the county, wherever. If you live in a neighborhood, should people be allowed to have pit bulls? Uh, and I, I've got this, a follow-up story from WLBT on this uh, pit bull attack, too. The girl that got attacked is only 37 years old. So this man was 37-year-old who was recovering from an attack, not an elderly woman. Yeah, it's a 37-year-old, not an elderly woman. So interesting stuff there. Let's, uh, let's take a break, come back, and of course, we got some culture war stuff too. It's Pride Month. We're celebrating it right along with all of our LGBTQ uh, rainbow supremacists around the country. We're going to talk about their bad behavior as well, and uh, they keep calling us the extremists, us the supremacists, but they are the rainbow supremacists. Coming up in hour two, I've got Lindsay Beckham. She's going to be calling in. She's with Moms for Liberty. They have, they have just received an amazing award, an amazing stamp of approval, an amazing acknowledgement. The Southern Poverty Law Center, one of the true terrorist hate groups in America, the Southern Poverty Law Center has deemed them a hate group. That is one of my goals since I started Save Jackson and the Clay Edwards Show is to get on the Southern Poverty Law Center's radar, and I am jealous of that. We're going to talk to them or her in the second hour, stay tuned today. We got a big show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. Breaking rules are necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, real quick before we get back to the phone lines. This Saturday at the Big Salad, new restaurant there in Dogwood and Flowood, 20% of all their uh, profits are going to be donated to the family of fallen Madison police officer 
Randy Tyler, to his family. Uh, get out there. Enjoy that. Take advantage of that. You get something, and you're given something at the same time. You get a great meal, and you're given to a good cause at no additional cost. I can't think of a better way to donate than, than that. I mean, talk about giving and receiving. Uh, get out there. Try their custom-made salads or their specialty salads, or you can build your own. They have soup, subs, smoothies, and more. Get out there today and try one of their specialty salads, whether it's the bravocado, the Mediterranean, the meso sesame, and others. They got a Caesar. They got a Caesar wrap that's really good. Give it all a try right there. The big salad in Flowood, located in Dogwood Shopping Center, uh, right across from where Amerigo is, right there on the main strip. Can't miss it. It's on the right if you're coming in off Lakeland. And again, this Saturday, 20% of all the profits will be donated to the family of Fallen Madison police officer who was killed in the line of duty last week in Brandon, Randy Tyler. All right, let's take a call real quick. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, man. Um, you had a call a few minutes ago to talk about uh, a legal case in North Mississippi for shooting dogs on your property. Like you said, it's messing up deer hunting. Did I hear him correctly? That's what I, that's what I thought I heard. Well, I, yeah, I just looked it up, but it, there's a case in Tishomingo County where property owners were uh, looking for legal protection about hunting dogs that people were hunting from the road and just turning their dogs loose to run the deer across. And they said that the hunted, hunters using the dogs couldn't just let them run loose on people's property. But if you shoot them, you will be arrested because it's cruelty to animals. So... You know, that would probably be the least of the gentleman's worries if he shot somebody's pet that got off the leash and he thought he had legal protection. He might run into a very narrow-minded dog owner. <clears throat> so I don't know. But if he's talking about Tishomingo, it was in December 2022, and uh, they basically were saying that you don't have the you know right just to let your dogs run free, you know, because people hunt dogs, uh, hunt deer with dogs just running loose. But, man, it's just ignorant. To think that somebody's dog gets off a leash and you're sitting up in a deer stand, you think, "Oh my God, I gotta go drink Bud Light now. Let me shoot that damn dog." That's that's retarded, you know. And that's I don't know, man. I, I've got dogs. I haven't ever had a pit bull, but you know, I just you know, just having the right to shoot something because you're rednecking a deer stand is another thing. So that's just my opinion. But hey, Tishomingo County, tell them to shoot them and. What happens you know, if somebody finds it? They might they might be narrow minded about it. Yeah, keep so. us keep us posted on it. <laughs> no, it's just it's look it up. It's Tishomingo County, December twenty twenty two. We're on in January twenty twenty three. You don't have the right to shoot the dog. You're just saying that the hunters using hunting dogs don't have the right to let them roam free on other people's property. So you can get a civil injunction against them, not a criminal injunction by shooting the dog, which might mean you shoot somebody walking in the woods. I don't know. He might get. You know, say somebody walking in the woods looks like a dog to them. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just pointing out. Don't, don't be shooting anything that you don't have. That you don't have to. Amen, brother. All right, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Right. Question of the day: Should pit bulls be allowed in neighborhoods? It was spar. It, it was spurred on by the uh, six dogs. They have euthanized. By the way, they have euthanized the dogs, and the owner has been arrested. About after the vicious dog attack in Jackson. I've got the video here from WLBT. Let's play it real quick. <clears throat> Anytime I can play a video instead of having to read it to y'all, I'd rather do that. It's only about a minute and a half long. 
Finally, Nancy Singleton can walk up and down her street without having to worry about being attacked by dogs. Still, she says the feeling is bittersweet. It's bitter because it shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have taken someone to be fighting for their life. The six adult pit bull Singleton claims she spent years calling city leaders about and talking to their owner, Deborah Ann Bell, about were taken to the Mississippi Animal Rescue League Tuesday and put down. I was advised when they came in that the two dogs that um, evidently were, were the perpetrators of the attack were covered in blood a good bit of blood. They were aggressive. Um, This wasn't a bite. This was an attack. Evidence of the dogs' aggressive tendencies can be found on these blood-stained gloves. A Claremont Street resident says he used the gloves to help get the victim of Monday's attack into a Good Samaritan's truck. If the victim passes away, Bell could go from having an aggravated assault charge to something harsher. State law says in part, if the owner of a mischievous animal, knowing its propensity, willfully suffer it to go at large, and such animal, while so at large or not confined, kill any human being, such owner shall be guilty of manslaughter. While the pit bulls are gone and the homeowner is behind bars, Singleton says she still needs to overcome her trauma before she's ready to walk along her street again. I tried earlier to go, but it's like something in my mind is not clicking saying they're they're not up there because it's been so many years. All right, so if the woman dies, I think the lady should be charged with murder. At minimum, at minimum, some type of manslaughter. I mean, you know dang well those dogs have been harassing people for years. And you're going to let them run up and down the streets? But, man, I I know people who are, who, who whose pit bulls are like their kids. And they're probably just cringing at this conversation this morning. And this goes back to the, it ain't the breed, it's the deed. The person that owns the dog. But, uh. Some cultures, we'll just say it like this. Some cultures look at dogs differently than others. Let's take a call. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hello? Hey, good morning. Hey, how's it going? I talked to you earlier. Yeah. I stand correct on the court decision from North Mississippi. But my point is, is a lot of these dogs, they're not on the leash, so they're not getting off the leash. They're just allowed to roam free. And that's the problem. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I mean, but does it did, did it say that you could shoot them? Is that how you read it? Right, right, right. And that's that's an issue. It's an issue with with safety because I mean, what are you going to do if a dog if you try to breed a collar and to, uh, to to find out? And in a lot of situations, there is no collar. So what are you supposed to do? Uh, I mean, you can't you can't catch if you try to catch the dog. It's probably going to bite you. No, I understand your point, but I guess from from a legal perspective, are are you allowed to just shoot the dog unless it's attacking you, if it's on your property? Depends on how much property you have. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can bury it somewhere, I guess. <laughs> no, if, if it becomes you, I mean, you can't just, I mean, I can just shoot, just shoot it, but if you try to run off and become aggressive, I mean, then I think you have a, you have to catch yourself. I see. I see what you're saying, but it doesn't specifically say you can shoot the dog if it's on your property. I just wouldn't 
wouldn't just randomly shoot a dog. I mean, no, I would no. hope not. No, yeah. Well, touche. Touche. All right, brother. I appreciate you clearing it up. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> not the best phone service there, but I, we'll see what he was saying. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I fall on both sides of that. I get it, but I, I, I'm not a hunter either, so you know, I don't own no land. You know, I, I do know a lot of hunters get very, very aggravated about that kind of stuff. So, all right, look, again, that's the question of the day about the dogs. Let's take a break real quick. I'll tell you, what, we'll take one more call before we do this. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey. Um, I honestly think that a big problem with the pit bulls are there was such a demand for them that they were inbred to sell. And anything that's inbred is not going to, they're going to have wires crossed in their mind. That's a, that's a great point. They were, back in the 2000s, from about, you know, 2003, 2002, up to, you know, 2013, 14, somewhere in that neighborhood. And the entire time I was in the nightclub business, all I, you know, everything, when sorry, rap music was blowing up pit bulls, you know, they were, in, they were status symbols, and they became extremely popular. Right, and any dog can be violent, but it's the the treatment that dog receives. You know, I actually have four dogs, two big dogs, both of them are labs, but they would not hurt a fly. They are just as gentle as they can be, but they have been brought up as family members, yes. not tied to a chain to an oak tree out of the yard. You know, so you know, the treatment of dogs and then the, the, the breed you know, whenever you start inbreeding dogs, it's just like a lot of these old people joke about in the country towns that have inbred folks there, like the movie Deliverance. You know, you're going to have crazy. And, you know, when you've got crazy, you've got attacks. Yeah, so, no, that, 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 that's a great point, man. I appreciate you calling in with that. Yes, sir. Thank right, you. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, he brings up a great point about the demand there was for these dogs and these certain breeds. And there was a lot of inbreeding going on still is to this day. Well, uh, I know several people that breed pit bulls. Maybe we'll do a more planned out show about it one day and get one of them in here and talk about it a little bit. Cause it's an interesting conversation. It is. And I, I and I'm kind of riding the fence on it a little bit because I'm a former pit, former pit bull owner, you know, and I, but I also gave mine away when I moved back into a neighborhood. So, all right, let's take a break real quick. I want to come back. And I want to make fun of the rainbow supremacy. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. What if I told you I have finally found a dependable, trustworthy person for all of your home remodel and repair needs? Whether you need a deck built, your kitchen remodeled, the whole house repainted, or just a room repainted, new cabinets, anything. What if I also told you that person does not require a material deposit? Up to a certain limit, of course. Well, that guy does exist. He's right here locally. His name is Rodney Raider with Next Level Services. They're out of Flowood, Mississippi. They service the whole Tri-County area. You can go find them. They are on the Next Door app and check out all their reviews. Again, they do interiors, exteriors, remodels, decks, kitchens, painting, and more. And the great thing is no upfront material deposit is required. Now, look, be patient with Rodney. The best, always have a, always have a little wait time. And uh, also, it's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. No payment until you are 100% satisfied. You can get in touch with Rodney now at 
2016. That's Rodney Raider with Next Level Services for all of your home improvement and remodel needs. Rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Guns and Gear, right out right out there in Gluckstadt on Highway 51 North. Go see my buddy Hunter and the guys out there. Home of No Limit Ammo. They're Fred put his pick of the day up yesterday on Facebook, and I'm telling you, man, you need to follow Guns and Gear on Facebook if you're still on there, and check out their deals of the day or their pick of the day, whatever you want to call it. It was a Smith and Wesson 686-357 mag. Dirty Harry would be envious of this gun. Brand new, nine nineteen ninety nine. Hey, look, sometimes you got to pay to play. They got good deals for everybody, and they're uh, they had another really good deal of the day there. That um, I, I, the last thing I need is another AR-15. However, <laughs> they had the Radical AR-15 with 200 rounds of Australian 223 ammo for only six sixty nine ninety nine cash, six ninety nine ninety nine card. Get out there and see my friends at Guns and Gear. Don't forget, man, they're way more than just a gun store. They got all your parts, accessories, gunsmithing, and Cerakoting. Needs are all handled under the roof there at Guns and Gear. And look, they buy guns too. Don't go to a pawn shop. Go sell your gun to a gun guy. Trade it in, whatever you need to do. And take advantage of them. Guns and Gear. Gunsandgearms.com. All right, let's read a few texts real quick. And then I want to change topics here. My phone was accidentally on Do Not Disturb. I was like, man, how have we not got any text on this? My buddy Michael sends two pictures. He sends a pit bull tied to a tree in Jackson. Says, "This is Byram and Jackson pit bulls are treated." Then he sends a picture of a pit bull on a couch wearing glasses and, a, and beads, and said, "This is how Madison and surrounding areas treat their pit bulls." He said, "You think the pit bull owners will bond out like the rest of Jackson killers?" I, I'm sure. I'm sure they will. They'll eventually just get released on their recognizance. Let's see here. Guns and gear text line. Pull it up real quick. See, June 2006, Richland banned pit bulls inside the city limits. Thank you, unknown texter. I knew I remember pit bulls and something with Richland. Uh, Wade says, I had to put down a large pit of my own for ripping off the neighbor's dog's leg and tossing it up on the deck by the neighbors reading a book. Pits are mostly uncontrollable. Richard says, we have two American bullies that are the most laid back, friendly dogs around. I feel like the breed is only as bad as they are trained to be, but State Farm, Chihuahua, then a pit. Maybe that's a typo. State Farm sent an investigator to take pictures of the house when we first moved in. They dropped us because they saw Costello in the window, I guess. Okay, these texts came out of line. Said they, they saw his pit bull Costello in the window. But he's more scared of a chihuahua than a pit. Yeah, sometimes the texts come out of line on this app I use. Um, let's see here, one more. It says, I'm more concerned with human behavior than pit bulls. <laughs> Definitely in Jackson. And, and look, that's why I like to have these kind of conversations sometimes. Because I, I, I think that we can all fall on two different sides of this argument. And I don't necessarily think either side's wrong. I think that if you have a pit bull, you need to be a responsible pit bull owner. And... You really have to be a responsible pet owner with a pit bull. It ain't a regular dog. It just isn't. 
I will argue that that that, that there's only one of us that are right. If you don't think you got to be a responsible pet owner with a pit bull, that that's a full time job. Jay says not enough personal works for animal control to cover the city of not enough personnel works for animal control to cover the city of Jackson. Never will be. They can't even keep up with the garbage pickup. It's the owner's responsibility. If they can't keep their animals controlled, then they shouldn't have them. I don't disagree with that. But, you know, the city does have an animal control department, and I don't know that they do anything. Zach says, I wonder how many people would keep or have pit bulls as pets, much less let them around kids if they knew the British raised them to hunt bears. Hmm. Paul says on the Guns and Gear text line, they shouldn't be banned. The owner should be punished. If you're irresponsible with a dog like that, it should be treated the same way if you were irresponsible with a gun. You know, that's not that's not a bad point there. Uh, that's, that's a good point. Let's see. Scott says, keep them out of the city limits, and that includes bully dogs. And I think my buddy Jameson sent a text in, too. Let's see what Jameson says. Jameson says, that's the key point, responsibility. And with a pit, you have... Zero margin of error. And, look, and that's, why I let, that's why I gave mine away. I just knew at that point in my life I was not going to be able to. I was going, going to work in the car business. I wasn't going to be able to manage Pitbull. It was going to be there at the house way too much by itself. Way too much by itself. And uh, my, one of my buddies that works for the city of Jackson chimes in and says, the city has one dog catcher. That's something else right there. Uh, one more text and then we'll get to some other stuff here. Unknown texture says, Pitbull, Pitbull's behavior, along with any other dog, is the owner's responsibility. Know your animals and provide what is needed. Hey, great text on this, on this uh, great conversation, calls and texts on this topic this morning. I appreciate everybody staying level-headed on that one <laughs> and not, uh, not going completely off the rails. Let's jump back into some culture war stuff. How about that? Speaking of pit bulls and animals attacking, did y'all see yesterday where some rainbow supremacists attacked some Armenians in Glendale, California? And by, you may be wondering, Clay, why do you keep saying rainbow supremacists? What is that? It's something I made up yesterday. It is my new word or phrase for these LGBTQ pride Antifa nut jobs. They keep trying to force all this stuff upon us. They can't just be gay and live their lives. We all have to be gay with them. Our kids especially. So moving forward, these folks will be known as rainbow supremacists. They love to call us white supremacists. They love to call people the black face of white supremacy. I guess these are these are the these are the Armenian faces of white supremacy they were battling yesterday. I guess the Muslims that are protesting it in Maryland are the, the Muslim faces of white supremacy. The people are just tired of y'all's crap. You don't have to round this time. You're going to have to find out. People are tired of your rainbows. Sex toys and everything else. And I was rooting these folks on. Now, unfortunately, all these Armenian men, even though they're 100% on the right, they're in California. They're probably going to, you know, they're going to put this on the diversity, equity, inclusion, and oppression scale and figure out, uh, who's more oppressed? Mm, 
Is it the gays? And it's probably ain't even gay folks, by the way. These Antifa rainbow... <laughs> What's the word I just made up? Rainbow supremacists. They're just a bunch of un... Oh, I can't even say the word on the radio. Sometimes I wish I was still just on a podcast. We'll call them unlovable. Unlovable, ugly trolls that the only reason they even entertain uh, being homosexual is because nobody of the opposite sex will entertain them. Just angry. And a lot of it is, according to some police data, is people who are transitioning, uh, doing their chemical castrations. That end up being these Antifa tards. Anyway, the law enforcement agencies out there are going to try to have to balance who's more pressed, the the immigrants or the rainbow supremacist. And unfortunately, since we have the leader of the rainbow supremacist in the White House, Joe Biden, the Armenians are going to lose this battle, and they're probably going to be charged with hate crime. So, but good, good to them, good to them. I, I tell you, I tell you, I, I, I had a little time to think about yesterday's show, and I was thinking about how how these rainbow supremacists have gotten so out of line that me and the Muslims have ended up on the same side of the fight. I am on the side with the Muslims against the Americans. Let's take a call. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Good morning, Clay. It's Jason. Hey, brother. I didn't get a chance to listen to all your show yesterday, so I hit the podcast. And, man, you hit a hit a chord whenever you said that uh, the rainbow supremacists have, uh, they mess with the wrong folks because those people don't, they don't take a liking to the rainbow supremacists. And like you said, they'll be throwing people off the top of buildings and, there will be places on the planet that will disappear. Dude, they 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 killed a comic book artist for making a joke about about Allah or Muhammad or whatever. Right, right. I mean, I I was watching a uh, a documentary the other day about some uh, special forces guys that were over in the sandbox somewhere, and they were desecrating an ISIS flag in front of some of these friendlies, and they got beyond mad at those special because that flag represents part of their religion as well. Even though the people that were carrying it, they didn't agree with, and they got beyond mad at those guys that were helping them because they were disgracing that flag. Yep. They have barked up the wrong tree, and like you said, they're seeking to find out. Yeah, I'm going to sit back and enjoy every second of it. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Jason, i got to take a break. Thank you, brother. All right, brother. Have a great one. Uh-huh. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Wind down the first hour here. <clears throat> Don't forget we have Lindsey Beckham with Moms for Liberty coming up at the top of the next hour. She'll be on the phone with us. Hey, you just heard that Acme commercial. Let me co-sign on that. Look, they open at 4 p.m. daily, located right out there at Fan and Mart on the Res. They got 12 different specialty pizzas, nine different flavors of frozen daiquiris. You can custom build your own, uh, they call it the Will of Flavor. It's three different, up to three different specialty pizzas on one pie or custom build your own. They got burgers, fries, appetizers, pasta, and more. And everybody that goes out there, because they heard it here on the show, 
gives them a ringing endorsement. It's having some of the best pizza they've ever had. And uh, that's the truth. Get out there, check them out. They're daily, open daily at 4. They're available on all major food delivery apps, including locally owned take-a-break deliveries. That if you'll use it, use the promo code CLAY601 at checkout, you're going to save $5 off your delivery fee. So kill two birds with one stone there. All right, we got about a minute left here. Um, Coming up in the next hour, we're, of course, we're going to have the Moms for Liberty conversation. And we're going to get back to the Rainbow Supremacy. I am, I'm telling y'all, they are, they are playing with fire trying to shove this LGBTQ stuff down these Muslim kids' throats. God, these people blow each other up. They blow... They flew planes into the World Trade Center. You don't think they will just because they didn't like the way America lived. Now, I know we can argue about all the semantics of that, but for the sake of conversation, they blew up the World Trade Center. You don't think they'll blow you up for messing with their kids? They will blow you up. All right. We're also going to talk about a new sexuality, gynosexuals. We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show. Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing in Madison and Pearl are now offering adult Jiu-Jitsu classes taught under Hoist Gracie Black Belt Chant Shepherd. Fitness kickboxing for a great non-monotonous workout. Kids Jiu-Jitsu, which is going to help them with confidence, mental focus, and bully prevention. Also, they got women's only self-defense classes. You can check them out online, GracieSouth.com. Come in for a one-week free trial and tell us you heard it on the Clay Edwards Show for a 20% discount on all of our rates. That's GracieSouth.com. All right, welcome back in. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show, the realest show on the radio. We are live in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios right here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends at, I mentioned them a little bit earlier, Take a Break Deliveries. Locally owned, veteran-owned food and alcohol delivery service right here in central Mississippi. And uh, it's 8 o'clock. They're delivering breakfast right now in, uh, in Rankin and Madison County only. Sorry, Hines. Jackson messed that up for everybody. I'm just kidding. I don't know why they don't do it in Jackson, but <laughs> I'll take a guess. Anyway, they are delivering breakfast right now in Hines and Rankin. I mean, in Madison and Rankin County. Get on the phone. Get some of your favorite breakfast foods delivered to you. And uh, look. Get them up at lunch or dinner. They do it all at Take a Break Deliveries. Uh, the food, they wait on the food. The food does not wait on them. Your food will be hot, it will be fresh, and it will be there in a timely manner when you order from Take a Break Deliveries. Customer service is always top of the list for those guys. And if you use the promo code CLAY601, you're going to get $5 off your delivery fee. So download the app today. Search Take a Break Deliveries in your app store of choice or check them out online on your browser or on your computer at takeabreakdeliveries.com. They deliver food. They deliver beer. They deliver liquor where applicable. And uh, you can't beat that, man. So many ways to stay off the road. With all these bad drivers nowadays, I'll pay a little extra than I had to contend with that. Take a Break Deliveries. Some of our favorite restaurants are on there, including Acme, Pizza, and Daiquiri's. All right. So yesterday... The Southern Poverty Law Center, one of the most vicious hate groups in the country. I mean, they have true terrorists that work for them. True terrorists, confirmed. This ain't hearsay. Look up the Atlanta Police City riots. Antifa terrorist, a lawyer that works for the Southern Poverty Law Center, was one of these people. These people have the audacity 
to label a bunch of suburban moms, Moms for Liberty, to label them a terrorist organization. I've got one of those moms on the phone with us now. This is Lindsay Beckham. Uh, Lindsay, you're what, president of the Madison County chapter or president of the Mississippi chapter? What's your title? Yep. Lindsay, sorry, I, did, I had not, I didn't have you pushed over that. Hey, Lindsay. Hey. So you're, hey. you're, the, you're the president of the Madison chapter or the Mississippi chapter. What's your title? Uh, kind of both at the moment because currently we're the only active chapter in the state. So we're steady recruiting, trying to, to get new, new chapters up and running and going. So what's funny is I've got their hate map pulled up here, like hate groups <laughs> by state. Uh, yeah, and, we're marked. Yeah, y'all are. They have three dots from Mississippi. The one in North Mississippi just says uh, they have seven different hate groups. The one in South Mississippi says seven different hate groups. And then the one in Central Mississippi says Moms for Liberty. <laughs> that would be us. Now, for whatever reason, it says the Octibaha County chapter, but... The, they have a chapter, but they're inactive right now. Gotcha. They, so, they need, they're looking for new leadership. Well, that you know, again, that tells you what the SLPC is up to. Y'all will remember in the movie... Uh, not a time to kill Mississippi burning. Uh, they actually had the the guy that runs that whole clown show played himself in Mississippi burning. You know, during the, wow. And all that. So I, I, I want to say it was Mississippi burning. I'm pr- pretty sure it was one of those, one of those movies that they filmed in Jackson about uh, civil rights stuff. Anyway, one, the guy, right. that, the guy from there played himself. I remember that the lawyer, he's a clown. They're all clowns. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they they, they, it's, it's, they have Moms for Liberty on here, but they don't have Black Lives Matter. Right, that's what I was about to say. It's comical because actually they are the hate group. Of course they are. So, so I was listening to the, um, I guess it was the president of Moms for Liberty yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think she did a podcast with somebody, and she was also on Fox News. But I just happened to kind of stumble across that on my YouTube this morning on accident. It ended up queuing up. How are y'all taking this? What are y'all going to do? Well, they released an official statement yesterday afternoon that said that two-thirds of Americans think that public education is on the wrong track today. And that's why our organization is so devoted to empowering parents to be a part of their child's public school education. Um, That's our fundamental goal. We began that just two years ago. We have grown at a rapid pace. We now have over 115,000 members across the country in 44 states. Um, We started when during the pandemic when teachers unions lock students out of their schools. So empowering parents continues to be our mission and that's what fueled our growth, like wildfire. Um, just name calling parents who want to be a part of their child's education and calling us hate groups or bigoted, it just further exposes what this battle is all about and who fundamentally gets to decide what's taught to our kids in school, parents or the government. We believe that parental rights do not stop at the classroom door, and no amount of hate from any group is going to stop that. We do not co-parent with the government. And speaking for myself and and not for Moms for Liberty, um, but since they want to associate our members with hate, let me tell you what I hate. I hate groomers. I hate those who indoctrinate instead of educate. I hate those who mutilate and castrate our innocent children. That's what I hate. So if that makes me a hate group, then I'll own it proudly. Uh, look, I told you. I'm. I, I said it at the beginning of the show. I am jealous that they have labeled y'all a hate group and not me one yet. <laughs> I mean, I get up here every day and I, I, I bust my butt. 
I worked three or four hours a day doing show prep, uh, you know, pulling the curtain back on all these rainbow supremacists and what they're trying to do to our children, and they have just not quite found me yet. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure I'm sure they will before it's over with. Uh, yeah, they, you know you're on the right track when you know, when the Southern Poverty Law Center is calling you a hate group. I mean, y'all and got I more y'all so. got more publicity out of that than anything you could have done. Oh, they did us a favor because we had a donor yesterday actually um, say that in the next, by the, I guess by the end of the week, that he will match up to $300,000 in donations given to the to our organization. So, you know, they kind of did us, did us a favor. I, I would say so. So, look, tell people what Moms for Liberty is. Tell, tell, tell them what y'all do. I mean, you kind of ran through it there, but give us a little more official spill. So, we are a grassroots organization, um, and our our focus is parental rights and education. So, like I said, we, we believe that our rights do not stop at the classroom door, and we want to empower parents, and um, we want to pass parental rights legis- legislation in, in all, every single state. So that's what um, we are steady working on and working towards. You know, I think that it, it goes to show that per, the parental rights issue is going to play a huge role in the upcoming elections. We have our annual summit conference coming up at the end of this month, and Donald Trump will be there to speak. Um, Ron DeSantis will be there to speak. Nikki Haley will be there to speak. Um, Rem Swamy will be there to speak. So those four presidential candidates that care enough about what we as parents think that they want to come and speak with us. So I think that that kind of calls <laughs> lit a fire under some people that wanted to you know, take us down. But there's those groups out there that their their whole goal is to destroy Moms for Liberty. It, it, it's really a sad day in America when you're calling parents that show up at school board meetings domestic terrorists and ones that want to fight for their children and what's right for their children, label them a hate group. It, 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 what has happened here? Well, you know, m- meanwhile, out in Glendale, California, you have Antifa rainbow, rainbow uh, supremacists out there battling against the Armenian parents, and it'll right. be it'll be the Armenian parents who just don't want rainbows and dildos uh, for their children who will be charged with hate crimes. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, you know, it's going to take parents coming together and enough of us saying no more. We are not going to stand for this anymore. We can no longer say that we didn't know what was going on. We can no longer say that we just don't want to rock the boat. That we're just going to stay silent. We don't want to cause a ruckus. It is time to step up and say no more. And if that means not shopping at Target, if that means not eating Chick-fil-A, if that means not drinking your favorite beer or ordering from Amazon or watching Netflix, that's what that means. And is that convenient? No. But is it necessary? Yes. And so until we stop funding these organizations that are contributing to this LGBTQ plus LMNOP agenda, it is not going to stop, and it's the same with our elected officials. Those elected officials, no matter who they are, um, senators, congressmen, representatives, school board members, the president, I don't care who you are, you continue to trample on parental rights, we will vote you out and remove you from power. And no, that does not make me part of a hate group or a domestic terrorist or a far-right lunatic, but what that makes me is a caring, loving parent and a mom, and a mom who believes in liberty. You know, I, I like how they call anybody who doesn't want their kids 
being having this agenda shoved down their throat, an extremist, a far right extremist. Yeah, they have all these words that were once saved for true hate groups have completely jumped the shark. You know, racist, extremist, white supremacist, all these things that everybody is. If you don't one hundred percent sign up, boots on ground to be a rainbow supremacist, you you somehow are a Nazi, a terrorist, a hate group. I mean, I, I think they have finally just woke people up. Like, I'm a what? I mean, yeah. I'm a what? There's 100,000 right. members in Moms for Liberty. Y'all are a force to be reckoned with, and I guarantee you that you're going to see membership surge due to all the free publicity you got from but the we, Southern we Poverty Law Center. We are seeing we, – um, we got an email this morning saying, check your your members. They're, they're constantly – we have new members overnight constantly signing up to become a member because this has – I think shown just how crazy the left is when they want to call parents a hate group. Yeah, couldn't agree. I, I, somebody's calling in. Let's see if we can merge a call here. If this, okay. if this blows up in our face, I'll, I'll hang up. Hey, caller, you're, you're you're on the air with with Clay and Lindsay. Hey, I one thing. I'm obviously not a mom, but I will be having my wife join y'all's group. But the other thing is, do you recommend the Becca program, or or what program do you recommend for the homeschooling part? Uh, the Becca program is a great a great program. Um, there's also some curriculum that I really like called the Good and the Beautiful. Um, they kind of merge um, Christianity and Bible in with learning, and I, I, I had great experience with with their curriculum as well. Well, let me ask you one more question. So uh-huh. I'm homeschooling my kids, and I get in interaction with other kids. Is there like in this group that y'all have? Is there like a a way that we could like make a baseball team or something? Or, or I don't know. Is there a way to get the kids so they still have like social interaction? Is it, have, yes. have y'all gotten to that point yet? Yes. There's a group called Check. Um, and if you will message me, um, you can send me a private message on Facebook and I'll get you linked up with them. But, yes, they have, I mean, they have high school dances. They have like a prom. They, I mean, they do everything that kids get to do in school. But it's just kind of like a homeschool organization. Awesome. Thank you for that. Appreciate it, brother. All right. Uh, Lindsay, the text line is blowing up. People saying, you go, girl. We got people who want moms for Liberty Yard signs. (laughs) That's Uh, awesome. Ty Ty says, if uh, if Antifa and BLM aren't considered hate groups, uh, what the hell are we doing, basically? Right. You know, enough said. Look, Lindsay Beckham, tell people how to find you. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm Lindsay Beckham on Facebook, um, and then there's also MomsForLiberty.org. You can go there and search for the Mississippi Madison County chapter. Even if you don't live in Madison, because we're the only active chapter linked to us, you can click join, um, and then it's got a form for you to fill out to become a member. And we also have a Moms for Liberty Madison County Facebook group as well. Um, so search us and and join with us and. Help us keep fighting this, this fight. I think, look, you're doing a heck of a job. I know that y'all are uh, supporting Chris McDaniel, correct? Yeah. And he is uh, he is signed on to to uh, what, what he signed something for y'all. What was he, it? Yes, he signed our parent pledge, um, which is for candidates and elected officials, and it says that I pledge to honor the fundamental rights of parents, including but not limited to the right direction 
the right to direct the education, medical care, and moral upbringing of their children. I pledge to advance policies that strengthen parental involvement and decision-making, increase transparency, defend against the government overreach, and secure parental rights at all levels of government. So Senator McDaniel has signed that parent pledge, and you know, obviously he's running for um, Lieutenant Governor of Mississippi. So right now, Moms for Liberty only endorses school board candidates. I hope that's something that that changes in the future. But obviously, we are um, very supportive of Senator McDaniel. We need somebody like Senator McDaniel um, in the state leadership because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take voting out those who don't respect parental rights and replacing them with someone who does. And I fully trust that Senator McDaniel will make the best decisions concerning parental rights. And also, he will be speaking tonight in Rankin County um, if anyone wants to get out to take Mississippi back, it's at um, Riverside Church in Floywood tonight at six thirty. Excellent. And, and, and come out and hear him. And just for full, full transparency, has Delbert McClinton uh, McClinton has has Delbert what's his last name Hoseman? Thanks, thank you, Delbert Hoseman. Has he signed the Moms for Liberty pledge? He has not. He has, has not. He has not. Has he been offered it? Do you know? Yes, I have. Well, I have. I have also, well, I have not seen him in person to hand it to him to sign, but I have um, emailed him to sign it, and I have not heard back. All right, good stuff. Lindsey Beckham, thank you so much for taking time this morning. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Clay. All right, go go, go rally up your hate group. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. All right, it. bye. Bye. What a joke. Southern Poverty Law Center, what a joke. And this, these people that get government funding, these NGOs get get – get grant money and all this stuff to sit there and to, to my men out there listening this morning to call your wives and baby mamas terrorist to my women out there listening, taking your kid. Well, I know school's out, whatever, taking your kid to the daycare, whatever you're doing with your child. Cause you don't want rainbows. And I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that other word, but you know what I mean? If you don't want this agenda, talk to your kids. They're calling you a terrorist. Cause you're, you're a mom for Liberty. You just don't realize whether you're a member of the group or not. If you don't want your kids learning about sexual activity in school, you're a terrorist, according to them. Man, let's take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, real quick, Miss Katie Stonington with Stonington Farms sent me a text yesterday, and man, they've been they've been such a blessing to work with. They, they, I told y'all yesterday they were getting ready to come back up here, and I've got the official date now for their next delivery to the uh, to the Tri County area. They're going to be in Brandon, Ridgeland, and Florence next Friday, June sixteenth. So get your orders in at StoningtonFarm.com for your grass fed, grass finished, one hundred percent. Hormone-free, antibiotic-free, mRNA-free, locally-raised beef right here in Mississippi. Stonington Farms. I keep some in my fridge at all times. Or my freezer, should I say. Best ground beef I've ever had. Best ground beef I've ever had. It's sort of the sirloin steak. It's phenomenal. I can't be nothing but honest with you guys. You know, like I can't just sit here and tell you something's the best I've ever had just because they're a sponsor of the show. The, the the stuff with more fat on it tastes a little different to me. Like the ribeye, for example. I, I, I love it. But it, being grass-fed instead of grain-fed, the fat has a different taste to it. 
So for me personally, the stuff with less fat, which I love fat, but the stuff with less fat, the leaner cuts of meat are really, really good grass fed. Uh, so, but just my personal opinion, that's why you haven't heard me talk much about like the ribeyes lately. Cause I've been keeping it with like the skirt steak and the, the, uh, chuck eye and the sirloin and of course the hamburger meat, which I know hamburger meat has fat in it, but it just tastes different. It's, it's that's a different fat. That's fat that's added, not grass fed fat. Anyway, give them a whirl. You will not be disappointed at all. And they have a mini cow special going on right now, starting as low as 170 bucks. So check that out. It's all on their website, stoningtonfarm.com. Before we go any further, real quick, too, guys, take advantage of Gracie South Jiu Jitsu and Kickboxing. They got their summer camp special going on for kids, $199 a month. No, I'm sorry, $199 for the whole summer. And that's, that is uh, everyday training from the day they get out of school to the day they start back. They also have summer bikini body boot camp going on. It's a kickboxing uh, fitness boot camp, $25 a month. And that includes meal prep assistance from professional, former professional bodybuilder and Hoist Gracie black belt trainer, Chance Shepard. So check that out. Gracie South, they have two locations to serve you right there in Madison and right there in Pearl. Go to GracieSouth.com for more information. All right. Did y'all know that there is another, that the Alphabet Mafia has grown by letter? That's right. It's actually another letter that they're using twice. Did you know that you, you straight people out there, can now be a part of of the LGBTQ element of PQRSTV plus pedophile BLM umbrella, you can be up under it now. If you need to feel inclusive, oppressed, if you need a little diversity, equity, inclusion, flexibility in your life, you may be a gynosexual. Let's read this. Let's read this uh, article here. You guys are going to like this. I know you are. It says, um, a number of terms and identities under the LGBTQ plus umbrella is ever-growing, allowing for more and more people to describe their sexuality with words that make sense to them. One word you may not have heard of that is helping some express who they are is gynosexual, sometimes spelled gynosexual. Gynosexual refers to being sexually attracted to femininity, irrespective of one's own gender identity or the gender identity of the femme-presenting person they are attracted to, says sex educator Lilith Fox. Read on to learn more about <laughs> what it means to be a gynosexual. Let's, let's, well, let's do that. Let's click here. What does it mean to be gynosexual? Gynosexual stems from the Greek word gyn, for woman or female. It's a relatively new term in the lexicon of sexual orientation created to offer a more inclusive language for people who do not identify within the traditional gender binary. I mean, boy, they AI had to have written this. I mean, they've used all the buzzwords, all of them. Fox explains, for instance, if someone is non-binary and attracted to 
women, gynosexual may be a better fit for them than straight, which would typically be used by a man, or lesbian, which would be typically used by a woman. Additionally, it can be used by individuals who may be attracted to femininity or femme-presenting expressions that have nothing to do with the gender identity, Fox adds. A gynosexual person can be attracted to feminine women, men, and or, and or, non-binary people. This is, this is like word salad. Um, some gynosexual people are attracted to feminine people of all genders, while others are attracted to just feminine people of one gender, says Justin Lila Miller, Le Miller, a PhD, a member of the Men's Health Advisory Panel, and Astroglide's resident sex researcher. I'm not making that last part up. I promise I'm not making that last part up. He is a PhD, and he is also on, he is also Astroglide's resident sex researcher. You, you can't make this stuff up. I, I could sit back all day and try to write jokes about these people. And they write, they write the best ones themselves. My God. Some people may use similar terms like gynophilic or gynoromantic to express an affinity for women and feminine partners. While gynosexual is relatively new to mainstream culture, a related term, gynophile, kind of like pedophile, a gynophile, has been used for decades among sex researchers as a word to describe attraction to women or femininity. Well, I'll be damned. I am a foul. I am a foul. You can't make this up. I am a vagina sexual. Can I say that? I am. I am. I am. I am pronouncing it now. I'm adding a V. To the end of this alphabet soup, Clay Edwards is a vagina sexual. I I can't keep on. Let's let's read some of your text here on the Guns and Gear text line. <laughs> I thought the good and beautiful went off the air years ago. Ask her about lizard people. <laughs> it said, but da- but dang, that's funny. Uh, Jamie says. Talk about the badge I sent for you from the police. Yeah, uh, Jamie sent me a badge yesterday. It is uh, in Savannah, Georgia. The police have a new badge, y'all. And um, people of the LGBTQ persuasion, we're going to love it. It is a, it basically has rainbow, a rainbow over the, I guess, the, the city courthouse or police station or something. Oh, man. Oh, man. I want to read the rest of this. It's too good not to. Then we're going to take a break. It said, what it means to be attracted to femininity is very personal. As femininity has no universal definition. Excuse me. Femininity does have a universal definition. It means a woman. It's important to remember that gynosexuality is a term that speaks to the complexity and nuances of attraction to femininity rather than a rigid definition of sexuality or behavior, says Rhiannon John, a sexologist at bedbible.com. They're just, make, they're just making titles up for themselves now. A sexologist at bedbible.com. Am I a Jacksonologist at savejackson.com? A Jacksontographer? Because I take pictures of Jackson and put them on Facebook? 
Gina's sexuality is a testament to the beautiful complexity of the human sexuality and the many ways we can find ourselves drawn to the qualities and characteristics of others, regardless of their gender identity. Let's take a break real quick. I'm going to go pour bleach in my eyes, and we'll be back to close out the Clay Edwards Show. One, two, three, four, five. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, this uh, segment will be brought to you by our friend over at Patina Hair Studio right there in Ridgeland. I uh, had Miss Tina from Patina in the studio with me a couple of days ago. She did a whole hour. You can find that podcast. It's uh, on the Clay Edwards Show Podcast Network. Just go search my name, Clay Edwards Show, wherever you download podcasts or stream music, and you'll find that podcast there. Learn all you want to know about Patina Hair Studio. And uh, We took a deep dive into the hair business and the hair game in general around here. And how some of these hair schools are kind of a kind of a scam in the sense that they do not send you out ready to work. So it was a really good conversation. But look, aside from that, if you need your hair did, manicure, pedicure, haircut, color, extensions, they do it all right there at Patina Hair Studio. And look, walk-ins are welcome. I did confirm that. Walk-ins are welcome. Uh, if you want to schedule an appointment, you can do that online, Patina hairstudio.com get out there and try those wash stations they are you know you lay back in them they got this nice fiber optic lighting shell over your head and then they give you a massage from shoulders to feet while you're getting your hair did or while you're um if you're getting a color waiting for the activation or whatever it's called you can sit there 20 30 minutes while you're doing that you get a massage and you can't beat that come on down that's uh Patina Hair Studio, located right there in Ridgeland, right off 55. 55, you're heading north on 55. You take the Ridgeland exit. It's going to be on the opposite side of the interstate from Renaissance, right there on your right, right past, uh, I think it's First Baptist Church of Ridgeland or something like that. You can't miss it. Check them out online, patinahairstudio.com, or check them out on Facebook, Patina Hair Studio. All right, look, man, I, I know this week we've been going, really for the last two weeks, we have we've been going toe-to-toe, bell-to-bell with these pride folks and mocking and memeing them. And I know it can get a bit nauseating. That's why we talked about the pit bull stuff this morning. And I'm not going to take my foot off the gas on on this pride stuff. You know, and I I apologize if you had kids in the car this morning. Yeah, I did warn y'all at the beginning of the show. Uh, At the end of the day, you got to have real conversations. You, You really do. I mean, I don't know where they're hearing this stuff at, but they're not hearing it at. But if they're in the car with their parents, you've made a decision to let them hear it. You know, my delivery may be a little vulgar at times, but it's real. You know, I come with a warning label. I call this the realest show on radio for a reason. I call it incendiary content for a reason. Yeah, it doesn't not just because it not just because it's fun to say, but because it's fact. You know, it should probably come with a parental advisory sticker. Ah, oh, I may do that on the on the next logo. You have a parental advisory sticker added to the podcast logo. <laughs> but look, man, I appreciate you guys tuning in. We are here for the fight. You know, I'm a bar one of my buddy Jameson Haygood's lines like I did yesterday. The good fight. That's what I think is what Jameson calls his show. It is, right? This is a this is a fight. I've got it. In, I've got it in the title of this show. It's, it's the fight for the soul of America, and that's our children. That is our children. 
We got some breaking news here. Uh, here in the last hour, uh, Pat Robertson has died at 93 years old. Pat's the founder of the Christian Broadcasting Network and the Christian Coalition. Also, some more breaking news. This is a national story with a local flair. Natalie Holloway, suspected killer Joran Vandersloot, has left Peru en route to the U.S. Uh, the FBI went to go get him. So the FBI has finally decided to do something. And uh, they have gone to get Vandersloot. That's good. Well, he needs to come back here. Let's see here, see if I missed anything. Let's read somebody else's text. <clears throat> Chad Wesley sent me a uh, a gif of Homer Simpson pouring bleach in his eyes. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Josh on the Guns and Gear text line says, Dad joke of the day. If vegetarians eat vegetables, what do humanitarians eat? Wah, wah, wah. Reagan can. One of my favorite textures. Always so well thought out. <laughs> Reagan can normally sends miniature books and essays as text, and I can't always read them all on the radio. This is the shortest text he's ever sent. They are just making bleep up. <laughs> just making bleep up. He didn't spell bleep out, by the way. <laughs> good, good stuff there from Reagan can. Roger says on the Guns and Gear text line. <laughs> Just become a dinosaur. I, I don't even think I can say that on the radio, but that's funny. That's funny, Roger. Thank you for listening this morning, brother. Uh, going back to our conversation with Lindsey Beckham, uh, unknown texture. SLPC is a hate group. They are a communist organization. Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Steven says, we need to start a Dads for Liberty. Yeah, I have a feeling that this moms for liberty thing is going to, is going to expand to the point of being parents for liberty. Definitely. But I, I tell you, man, it's awesome seeing these based suburban moms get woke up and get involved and in making a change that those are the needle movers. Y'all that's how these boycotts work. You know, if us men, it's, it's easy for us to boycott Bud Light, right? Cause we can just, you walk in, you got 50 different beer in front of you. You just grab a different one. You know what I mean? These moms, they're the ones in Target. They're the ones at Chick-fil-A. They're the ones that spend a little... Look, I know there's dads that, 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 that play both roles. I get it. There's very involved dads. But for the sake of this conversation, let's focus on the moms. They're the ones that spend a lot more time with their kids and the content that they consume and the products that they consume typically goes to the mom first, for the most part. I think we can all agree on that. So for the moms to wake up and get based and stand up there and fight back to the point that they're being called a terrorist organization, a hate group by the SLPC, that should get every one of you fired up. If you're listening to WYAB, I know that gets you fired up. And if you're listening because you're one of those anger addicts that are just looking for something to be mad about, you should be very afraid. They have woken a sleeping giant With the Moms of Liberty. Moms for Liberty is the proper way to say it. Moms for Liberty. And just moms in general. You know, you're seeing parents get reinvolved in the school boards. Whether COVID was planned or not, 
It did not go as planned. They did not think there were so many based Americans left out there that weren't going to take this crap anymore. Those, all those communist teachers who were scared of COVID. I don't want to go back to work because of COVID. I don't want to go. Well, your little munchkin better wear a mask. You all got to get vaccinated. I want to keep doing this online. Biggest mistake they ever made. Because they did it just long enough that parents figured out what they were teaching their kids in school. Great stuff there. Steven also sent me a text the other day. And I tried to explain it on the radio. It doesn't do it a whole lot of justice. But it's t- it took two memes and turned them into one. And it says, all animals want to live. And it has a, a chart of that goes kind of like from pet to food. And it says, where do you draw the line? And most people appear to draw it right past the horse, at the chicken, the cow, and uh, some other stuff. There's like a chicken, a cow, a bull, and maybe some... um. Anyway, then up under it, it has a comparative, a comparative, a similar chart. But this time, it's the alphabet soup. And it says L-G-B-T-T-Q-Q-I-A-A-P. And it draws the line after lesbian, gay, and bi. Right at trans and the other ones. Uh, it's very, very funny. Uh, I think that's about where we, we're all just drawing the line now, right? Lesbian, gay, bi. Frankly, I'm just going to draw it after gay. Because if you entertain activities with someone of the same sex, you're gay. You can also still entertain activities with someone of the opposite sex, but if you're entertaining them with someone of the same sex too, you're gay. You're just gay. You're not lesbian. You're just gay. You don't get a fancy title. You don't get to feel more inclusive. Reagan can, I'm sorry, different texture here. says, hate to get off the subject, but when are you going to talk about FedNow, which goes into effect next month? You're going to have to send me some information about that. That doesn't ring a bell. Reagan can says, uh, Chick-fil-A founder must be rolling over in his grave, pouring out his Budweiser in protest. Let's take a break real quick, come back. Land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM WYAB. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, the FedNow stuff. I will look that up. Uh, Wade said um, it is the Fed, FedNow is going to be our next nightmare. He says CBDC. So I, I've, I've heard it mentioned. I will have to uh, do a little research so I don't misspeak on it. Unknown texter says on the Guns of Gear text line, Hey, Clay, down in Macomb with my wife traveling. Report on the unusually packed Chick-fil-A in Macomb at 830. Only three cars in drive through Looks like people are beginning to talk. Yeah, interesting stuff there, man. Yeah, yeah I hate to see these institutions go down, but if they're going to jump on the wrong side, let them go down. We fry better chicken at home anyway. Hey, look, today's been a fun show. It's been a bunch of good shows this week. Uh, yesterday, I definitely punched above my weight a bit. <laughs> uh, if you go back and listen to yesterday's show on the podcast, let's see, Mike Madison is coming up next. Is it Thursdays? Yeah, Mike Madison up next, I believe. Then followed by Jameson Haygood. And then um, Kim Wade, 4 to 6 today. It closes out on our live 
our live shows for the day. We'll be back here tomorrow. Sean Yurtkaran will be in the studio with me tomorrow for the first time this week. Um, he wasn't feeling great yesterday, so he'll be back here tomorrow. Looking forward to battling it out with Sean on all these um, pride topics. And Sean's actually got reached out to by Hulu on a crime documentary series they're doing on a case back when he was assistant DA in Hines County. I want to talk to Sean about that, get some details there. We know somebody famous now, y'all. <laughs> All right, look, man, y'all get out support these sponsors. We appreciate everybody. Again, podcasts will be available here shortly. I want to thank Lindsey Beckham with Moms for Liberty, our newest hate group in America, for joining the show in the first uh, uh, top of hour two. That podcast will be available. We'll clip it out, too. All right, again, see you tomorrow, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., right here on 103.9 FM WYB. Check out ClayEdwardsShow.com for all things Clay Edwards. Hit subscribe on the podcast now. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.